Hello, Cancer friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Cancer February 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Cancer is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Cancer that you're watching for. And if you're a very late degree friend, so birthdays around July 15th through the rest of the sign, or any Cancer placement degree 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I also suggest you listen to my Leo report as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this month for cancer, soul desire quenched, and I will get into the layers of why I'm calling it that soon, plus many other important things that we have to discuss to give you a good understanding of this month so that you know the energies that will be at work and at play so that you can make the most of them. First important note is that February is another month of more sweet aspects compared to salty. Sweet aspects are when the stars are getting along and salty is when they're not. So we definitely have a little few bumps but the vast majority of the aspects this month are sweet, and we will feel that. And of course, that's just one layer of the stories of what's going on here, but it is an important one, and I'm excited about it. The next thing that is important to know about February is that we are still on a break from the eclipse cycle. Okay, so even though the Taurus-Scorpio Taurus eclipse cycle that started at the end of 2021 was super intense from September into November of 2022, um, and we're going to have another you know, two cycles um, here in a couple of months and then towards the end of 2023 have been in a friendly angle for cancer placements. That doesn't mean that you didn't have profound change that came from these eclipses. And so one of the noteworthy things is that even though things could happen in February related to this karmic cycle, it's more of a break between the eclipse cycles. And you know, we really need that because it's been a time, especially with the Scorpio involvement, has been a lot of heavy karma being cleared out and highly emotional. And I'm sure many cancers have been feeling that. And so we've got a little break here, at least from that aspect that could have been bringing some heaviness. So that's something to celebrate. The third very important thing to talk about before we get into our soul desire quenched theme is that February, March, the beginning of April is the long, the first and longest open window of direct planets of 2023. And it's profoundly important because it's the only time this year that we're going to have all of the planets that we look at in Western astrology actually going direct. It's an unusual time of great progress, great advancement, making up for lost time and, you know, surprising steps forward. And in many cases, a lot of clarity, which we'll talk more about too. Main difference between February, March into April compared to what we've just walked through from like September of 2022 through January of 2023 is that all of that time from September to January was in the retrograde focus, inward, backward, retrospective, delays, you know, frustration, things moving slowly, high and heavy emotion, you know, and now we're opening into a period that is really more about proactivity progress, a return of ambitions, a clarity of how you want to use your energy to align, to create more of the things that you want in your life. And so we've got that period of time now. So February is wide open with these possibilities and it's very exciting because it's very different. Now, if you want to know the whole 2023 retrograde direct storyline for your planning purposes, because if you've been following my work and aligning, trying to align with the natural rhythms of the universe, which is what my work is all about, then you will notice that when you try to throw 
you know, a message in a bottle out when the tides are going in, it's not going to go very far. But when you set your boat afloat, when the tides are going out, it can go further and wider with more ease and less paddling. You want to align that way, then you might want this um, calendar, which you can go to AnnieBAstrology.com. Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. And any links that I give you are always in the notes underneath the podcast or video. But if you want that sneak peek into the rest of the year for your planning purposes, you can check that out there. Okay, so now let's get into the layers of why I'm calling the theme of this month, Soul Desire Quenched. There are a lot of factors at play in my decision to call call it this, okay? So the first thing that I'm looking at is star goddess Vesta is still moving through fellow water sign Pisces, making beautiful aspects for the energies in Cancer. And a trine, of course, is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. And to understand this let's talk a little bit more about Vesta. Okay. So Vesta, also known as Hestia, the, you know, the gods and goddess names, um, were different when Romans quote borrowed (laughs) them from Greek mythology. So, you know, sometimes we're talking about the same archetypal energy. So Vesta is also Hestia and she was one of the Olympians. Um, and then Dionysus showed up, didn't have a seat at the table And she said, I don't really want to sit here with (laughs) these snobs. (laughs) I don't know if she really said that, but she just kind of was less interested in the kinds of things that the Olympians were interested in. And all she wanted to do was tend to the sacred flame of Olympus, the place where everybody gathered and talked and connected, you know, the place where the food was made, the place where the sustenance and just basically the sacred torch of Olympus was held. That's what she wanted to tend to. So the energies that we're talking about here, making the most favorable angle in all of astrology for you has to do with that sacred flame, that sacred light, that thing that drives everything, that thing that keeps everything going, that is the core motivation. And so this is a period of time where you may start to have more clarity about what those things are for you. And some of the things over the previous months or even years may have been showing you what they're not, you know, what, what isn't your, your soul desire. Um, and sometimes spirit speak to us, speaks to us in that language to help us fine tune when we see, Oh, no, that's not it. Don't like that. Nope. That's not it can help us further define what it is that we do want. And so you're going through this process of redefinition and really honing in on what really lights, you know, fans the flame of your sacred fire. So this is also a lot of energy relating to home. You know, it can relate to family. It can relate to people and places that feel like home as well. But, you know, ultimately this energy is really you figuring out what are the things you really want, what makes you tick, and how you can use that energy to create more of the things you want in your life and step past fear, step through indecision, and to really activate and empower yourself. So coupled along with, with this energy, of course, we've got Mars having gone direct in January, Mars being retrograde has affected everybody's ambition levels, you know, or had the potential to affect everyone's ambition levels and also their levels of certainty. You know, Mars is that force that we, that we feel certainty and act from and and are motivated and we, we put things into action. But with a long retrograde cycle, especially in a sign of Gemini, which vacillates, 
many cancers may have been feeling back and forth about a lot of topics or one or a couple of key important topics where you really were having trouble gaining your certainty and evaluating both sides of a problem or an issue, a decision, a situation. And some of it may have had to do with this ultimate, you know, question of, you know, what, what is your soul desire and what lights you up the most? So, and how do you get more of that in your life? You know, so now that the, the fog is starting to clear of that indecision and confusion and you can see further ahead, plus you've got this coinciding aspect, there's, there's this potential for you to actually start to have the desire quenched because once you know what it is, it's going to be a lot easier for you to quench it. And this has been a process of you really figuring out what it is. And you might be experiencing this before this time, you know, because sometimes, and actually often, most of the time, the astrological factors at play don't fit nicely into the time frame of a month. You know, it's very rare that over a certain month, a factor is just present just for that month. You know, it doesn't really work that way. So if you're listening to this early and you're like, whoa, yes, I've been going through that. Yes, it's it's probably still this because Vesta has been moving through Pisces for a while. So these themes have been coming up, making you ask these questions. And as she's, you know, getting closer to moving on from this placement, there's like a culmination of this, this question. Now, also further supporting the same topic, we have a lot of energy in Pisces and all of these energies in Pisces are more or less helping you to, to ask the same questions and to find, you know, find the same thing, which is direction, you know, direction of feeling like you're on your spiritual purpose and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're learning your lessons and you're making the most of all of your potentials. And that's what these energies want to help you do. So we have Estrella, the star maiden, very close to Vesta also helping you understand the context of the seen and the unseen realms, you know, the intuition, the, your star map. Um, and really she also has the energy of a flame. She holds a hope flame and that flame inspires us to believe that things can improve, believe that things can get better and to attract in the resources and the gumption to use the resources that will help us to take an active role in our destiny. And that's, you know, this is a very uh, important time for cancers to really be thinking about how you can take an active role in your destiny um, so that you can be set on the path of, of quenching those deep soul desires, discovering and quenching them. A long-term transit that we've had going on in Pisces is Neptune is there. Neptune's the ruler of Pisces. So again, making this amazing angle for cancer placements you know, feeding your soul, feeding your spirit, helping bring more spirituality into your life, helping to see the magic in the mundane, you know, the closer we, the deeper we dive into science, we wind up at spirituality, you know, and the more we dive into spirituality, the deeper we actually get into the scientific proofs of these spiritual principles. And there's this very big storyline for many cancer placements of really using those emotional tendencies that you have to not debilitate you, but instead to inspire you and to guide you, you know, and this is a big storyline for cancer placements where you're of converting your sensitivities that have been debilitating into strengths 
and using those to confidently, you know, move forward with your life in ways that feel right. We also have in a short term way, Venus moving through Pisces. So every cancer placement will get a kiss from my grandma Marge. If you're new with me, you don't know about my grandma Marge. She's one of my Italian relatives and Italian grandma who is always, for whatever reason, shorter than I was even as a child, would always reach up is what I remember her grabbing me by my face, kissing me, giving me money, giving me a meatball, you know, bringing comfort. This is the energy. My grandma Marge embodies the energy of Venus. And so Venus is moving through fellow water sign and is really, you know, activating love and romance and finances and um, self-esteem and confidence. And all of these water planets, they're moving through the ninth house and the ninth house rules optimism and inspiration. So you might be really starting to see how to find the answer to a problem you have, you have to be at a different vantage point than where you made, where the problem was made. So like getting a bird's eye view, uh, standing above an issue to look down on the bigger patterns might help you to find solutions now. And this also can really enhance your expansion of your learning, teaching, taking in and disseminating information, writing, publishing, international travel, immigration, all of those things are really being beautifully aspected with this energy as well. Mars is going to move into your sign in March. So we've got a little bit, you know, you're starting to feel there's, there's going to be a time that you're ready to, to make a big leap into something. And that may be this month, but if it's not, and you're on the verge, but it's not quite time yet, then just let it evolve because there are multiple factors that make it more likely to that as the month develops, that, that, um, your certainty and your vim and your vigor and your vitality and your readiness to take action are going to brew. Okay. So as Mars gets over in, you know, closer to cancer, you're going to be feeling that as Mars gets more out of the shadow period from having been direct in January, you're going to feel that. And also as Venus gets into the sign of Aries, you're going to feel that. And that happens as the month progresses. So, you know, this, this readiness to take action is sort of brewing in you. And if it's not there yet, then just be patient. It will probably come very soon. Okay. So the last two things that I wanted to talk about, um, well, actually the three things. One thing is that we have a lot of energy in Aries and this is aspecting your work and your career. Um, for people who don't have work or career or, or want it or don't want it rather, this can be, you know, passion projects or places that you show up in the world, um, things you bring out to the world, whether they have anything to do with money or not, it's not relevant, but for many people they do. So Jupiter through May is really going to seek to expand your work, your career might start to plant the seeds and might, you might start taking action on what will be your backup plan. You may be changing your mind or seeing a future where your current work is not what you're going to be doing in the future, or it's going to be modified. And you may be taking action for education or, you know, research or taking some steps, small or big to activate that new reality may come in the form of a new job, new career, may come in the form of raises, promotions, could come in the form of education for a future career, or could come in the form of researching and planning and kind of getting a, a multiple year or multiple month plan together for your escape or your expansion, or just taking on something in addition to what you're doing. In the days around February 5th, we've got a full moon in Leo. 
16 degrees. So this first, you know, part of the month is a time to really allow yourself to create and to express and to have fun. It can bring a little drama and it is, you know, in a little bit, it's not a super challenged angle for you, but it it's, it could be a little bit awkward, but it could just be amazing. And it is in your money house. So finances, or you might make a big purchase um, or pay some debt off or get a bonus. Something is highlighted with money at that time. And also things involving kids, creativity, bucket list projects, things like that. In the days around February 19th through 20th, we have a new moon in fellow water sign Pisces. And this is a time when you can allow yourself to really dream and imagine and feel your way into a new reality. This is a theme that I talked about at length earlier um, in this report, but you know, this is, this is a really nice extra bump of Pisces energy in addition to all the things we discussed. And it may be just a time to surrender a problem to the divine. Um, all of the cancer placements can get the goodies from this beautiful aspect. But those of you who are like June born, June 20th, 21st, 23rd, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, like around there, you might get an extra kiss from that new moon in the days around the 19th or 20th. If you like knowing the dates of important aspects and how they may affect you, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter. I only send out like three emails a month and they're all chock full of resources that I've created to help you to make the most of the energetic potentials, including giving you a good list of the most notable aspects and what you can expect from them delivered into your inbox one month early. If you want to learn astrology to be an astrologer and earn money as an astrologer, that is completely my department. I can help you do that. Or if you just want to learn to help yourself and your friends and family, see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course at beastropro.com, beastropro.com. You can see all other links and offerings, information about readings, etc., in the notes underneath the video or podcast. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.